The following podcast is a member of the Pokecasters Network. Pokecasters Network, supporting Pokemon content creators, their shows, and the community of Pokemon fans. To find out more, check out pokecastersnetwork.com or find us on Twitter and Facebook. Hello, and welcome to Lucas Lectures, hosted by the big fish himself, veteran Lucas. Sit back, relax, and enjoy today's topic. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Lucas Lectures. It's me, Veteran Lucas. Hope you guys are having a fantastic day or night whenever you are listening. And oh, do we have two weeks left for the game at the time of this recording? Oh, I think we do. I think we do. Uh, it's almost that time. That's right. It's all going to leak and then it's spoiled completely for those of us who don't want to know anything about it. Every time, every time it happens. It's one of those things you might want to start watching where you're going Pokemon-wise now, because those leaks will be dropping. They always do. Nintendo hates it, but they cannot stop it. In any case, today's episode, just another one I like to do to just relax and enjoy myself while we wait for the time. I noticed it's been a while since we've done anything Poke Jobs related. So if you haven't listened, back in the day, I looked up a couple of the most demanding jobs out there in the market today and saw how they might affect in the Pokemon world. I love this kind of world building because as the games get more and more, you know, flushed out, we're starting to see more and more of that world building in a lot of the different jobs. We saw it in Sword and Shield when we saw the taxi drivers. We see it in the new trainer classes that show up. The trainer classes, the people around them, all of these people have to come together to make a functional society. And there's going to be jobs that are here and there and that we've seen that are kind of cool that we see in our own life. And I kind of wanted to go over some of these jobs in our world and see how they might translate into the Pokemon world. Maybe even, you know, if you're a little bit younger thinking of a career path, maybe this kind of kind of poked you in the right way. So I, I went through a few more job sites. I wanted to see some that were definitely needed in 2023 coming up. Some that we've already seen thanks to new trailers. One I'm kind of surprised that I haven't covered all that much. Um, and some very essential ones to the Pokemon world. So I kind of mixed them all in together. Let's go ahead and start with the, one of the number one jobs I saw when I was looking for it. So I want you guys to think of 2023. Think of the future, flying cars, Roombas take over and kill us. What do you think the number one job on a lot of these sites was? No, it wasn't like underwater welder or something. No, this was actually um, pretty interesting. Get ready for a glamorous, stunning and highly demanding job in the world of data, science, and management. Yay. Uh, again, it, it sounds boring. It sounds like the boring dad in the cartoon who shows up to his son's school just and just puts the whole class to sleep. But all joking aside, we live in an age of information. Everyone has to use it. Everyone has to give it up. And someone has to make sense of all of that data. The role of a data scientist is to find the correlation and collection of data, predict the trends with that data, and, you know, come up with ways to get more data, data, whatever, for their organization. This job is in demand a lot more because more and more information is being collected every single second. And a lot of companies that you don't think of use the data. Now, we can all point to social media collecting our data for the algorithm. But you might not think about all the charities that also collect your data. They're collecting the data of how much is being donated throughout the year and seeing what the trends are going to show to see what projects their charity can fund. 
when you are, oh, I don't know, adopting a dog. They're collecting your data, seeing what breeds are adopted, and using that data to best find ways to get the breeds that aren't being adopted adopted. All of the information you're putting out in there is being collected. It's not always being used maliciously, but it is being used, and someone's got to put it all together. Um, what's really cool is that in order to get into it, you have to have a really strong field in mathematics. You have to get really good programming skills, science degree. If you know a little bit about machine learning too and how to program that stuff, really cool profession. Also, it pays over $100,000, which is um, it's pretty sweet. <clears throat> now, if this were to exist in the Pokemon world, I mean, the first thing that came to my mind with the Pokedex, imagine if all of us are running around uh, in Scarlet and Violet. And we're all just spending our time finding new Pokemon, collecting data, doing battles, like all of that stuff. Imagine all the Pokemon that had to go into the Pokemon Center and all the tallying up of all the like the injuries they've had to go through. All of that data being shifted in by 10-year-olds has to be sorted out by somebody. And I think a data scientist in Pokemon would be pretty awesome because they'd be able to use that data to like really put some really cool stuff in there. Like, for example, if you are in the game, like if you're in the Pokemon world and you are seeing that a certain type of Pokemon keeps popping up more from the trainers who are taking pictures of them or using um, their Pokedexes to find out, well, then you're going to have to record that data and you're going to have to see what's going on. See if there's a migration event going on. See if anything's trying to, like, chase them into that area. Like, you can use that information. Someone has to in order to make sure people stay safe. In Pokemon, the wrong kind of Pokemon showing up could mean the difference between a happy town and no town at all. Uh, again, the information could be improved to make sure that if there's any weather events going on, it's really good stuff to have that information and have someone to manage it. As far as a Pokemon partner in working with all this, the human brain can only take so much, which is why I always recommend something with high processing power. A Metagross or an Alakazam are the perfect companions to have if you're working data science because according to the Pokedex, they have brains like supercomputers, multiple supercomputers in some cases. So they'd be able to help process a lot of the information. You could always go with the Rotom or Porygon to help shift through that data. They're both pretty useful in their own regard when it comes to shifting and working through the internet. So that's the number one most um, requested job. But if you lure to, you know, pop over to the news and see the jobs that are slowly in decline that we still really, really need, well, that goes to the teachers. Is it weird, though, like with teachers that the whole thing, I, I did a whole thing on education, and I didn't really talk about the teachers that much. I talked about the system, but I never talked about the teachers and what qualifications are truly needed for teaching in that world. Uh, for ours, uh, the quality of teaching is actually in a bit of a debate in the United States. Uh, we are seeing a massive deficit of teachers for numerous reasons here in the United States, be it a lack of pay, lack of respect, too demanding of a position. And it's one of those fields where people are starting to realize that you can't just do it because you love it. You also have to live because it can be a very stressful job. Now, to become a teacher in the United States, it's, um, it's not easy to become a certified teacher, but some people are trying to make it easier for different reasons. Um, the standard teacher requires a bachelor's degree, uh, occasionally a master's. Again, you get certified to teach in whatever state or location you're in. Each state has different certification levels. And the reason I say it's a lot of discussion is because there are a lot of people talking right now about who is and isn't qualified to teach. There are many people who will go out and say like, oh no, teaching is too elitist. They're making it too hard. And then they're teaching my kids all these things they shouldn't know. When the reality is that all the people who are qualified to teach 
are being paid too little in order to teach. So it's it's pretty interesting discussion to talk about. And maybe some of our younger listeners have noticed that they might not have any teachers or they might maybe the parents have noted that the quality of teacher in one of their areas might have dropped since a lot of the more senior teachers have left. It's a huge thing going on. But in Pokemon, there's a lot you can do with it, being a teacher. We've seen teacher classes in the game. We've seen them in the anime. We know there are teachers out there. And my favorite bit of lore I've learned from doing any of this is that in the anime, technically, you can go to school to be a trainer and you never have to pick a fight on the road. I'm serious. Literally in one of the anime apps, they say, oh, yeah, just go sit through the school. If you graduate, they let you challenge the Elite Four. That is some classist nonsense. That is literally, oh, the children who can't afford to go to school here? Yeah, go fight for your lives in the woods. The children who can't, eh, sit in class, uh, learn your ABCs, uh, ground beats electric, bada boom. You're in the you're in the woods. You go fight and you don't you don't need to go out there. You're you're good. It's I I love it so much. It's so dumb. But for a Pokemon teacher, uh the teachers don't really need to like have a dedicated like Pokemon, if they're like a general ed teacher, like if they're a science teacher, yeah, you're going to get a Pokemon that focuses on magnetism or biology, whatever. But if you're an art teacher, you get a Smeargle. But if you're like a general ed teacher, you're going to need to have a Pokemon that's kind of going to gonna encapsulate your personality. Kind of when the kids show up, they're going to see who you are and the Pokemon you're partnered with to teach them. I would personally, if I was teaching, have a Drampot or a Dragonite. I would like a powerful dragon of some kind next to me that can be kind and sweet to the kids, but also make them feel safe that if anything were to happen, uh, the teachers got to keep them safe. Because a classroom should be a place of learning, but it also should be someplace safe, somewhere you feel like you can be yourself and express yourself without too much uh, picking on or anything like that. It should be a safe place for those kids. Uh, incidentally, though, uh, the other idea I had was that if you're a Pokemon teacher, just do the monarch butterfly experiment, but with like Caterpies, like you give the class, the class gets a, um, a school Pokemon, like they get a classroom Pokemon and they have to raise it and care for it. And then once they're done with the year, they release that Pokemon or they take it with them throughout their school journey. I, I think that would be a lot of fun. Do they still let you take home the class pet? They never did at my school. I was just hoping someone did. Anyway, next job. One of these jobs I I wanted to talk about was one that you don't consider as much because it's a job we train ourselves not to. And that's going to be things like a mechanic, not mechanical engineers, not civil engineers, not engineers, just straight up the guys who are covered in grime, the women who tirelessly work to keep our stuff in check. And that's going to be the mechanics. As the games have progressed, we've seen more and more cars and other transportation in the games. And who's repairing them? Who's patching up the SSN before it takes off for who knows where? Who's taking care of that van that Mew's hiding under? Like, we have no idea. Like, there need, there's probably a mechanic out there. This is a, In our world, it's a diverse field with options as wide as, like, working on machinery that produces products or it can go for cars or motorcycles or vehicles. Um, this is a job where you're constantly on your feet making sure that stuff keeps us going and humming in society. Like, without a mechanic you're lost like everyone does no one thinks about a mechanic until their oil light comes on uh you don't yeah you do need a high school diploma but after that you can go into a trade school get certified uh complete an apprenticeship and uh you move on from there some places might even require that not even require that at all uh they care more about what you show than what you know and in this field you are going to be studying constantly like this is not something we're like well i've learned everything the first year time to cruise on these skills Machinery is constantly evolving. 
new cars are being built, new bikes are being built. If you want to stay in the game and you specialize in only vehicles that are, you know, might go out of style, you're not going to be able to do as well. Like if you only worked on gas powered cars and didn't decide to study electrical vehicles, you're probably going to be at a loss to your competitor who studied both and can now take care of Tesla's and Toyota's pretty, pretty cool field. Now in Pokemon, uh, this job probably involves some of the least amount of changes to the real world as possible. I would love to see a mechanic that specializes in gym repair though. Like think about all the moving gears at a gym, the, the traps, the cogs, all of it moving together. Like if those break, someone could legitimately get hurt. Like if those teleporters that are zipping you around break or the floor panel just keeps shooting you all over the place and like those team rocket areas, like they had so many weird traps all over the air place that it's like, if those break, the kid's going to get hurt. You're going to need a mechanic to put those together and keep them going. Or if you're trying to move things around, like think of all the bikes that you're going to need to tune up. Think of all the, the air taxis that have to make sure they're functioning properly so that they don't fall out of the sky. You need a mechanic. And it's a pretty decent paying profession in our world. I'm pretty sure it would be pretty decently paying in Pokemon. As a partner, um, yeah, you're going to probably want to use up Magnemite or something to you know, hold on to your gears or anything else that can generate a magnetic field. But I propose something instead. I propose using something with a bit more speed. That's why I think a Ninjask would be really cool. Because all you'd have to do is like mention a wrench and it would grab it before you even had time to blink. Uh, Ambipalm, another great one because lots of hands to work with. Uh, Kofagrigus would be a lot of fun because it's a ghost so it can move in, grab stuff through the objects and kind of move them closer. There's a lot you can do with it. This next job. Okay. So there was a survey done with several thousand American children and several thousand Chinese children. The jobs that a lot of the Chinese students wanted were things like astronaut, doctor, blah, blah, blah. On the top of the American one, at least one of the top five, was YouTuber. So we kind of have to talk about being an influencer, especially since uh, Iono is a gym leader who is a streamer. And it probably means that in their world, there's probably a lot of the streamers that she has to compete against them. So unlike any of the other jobs we've discussed, you don't need to have much school to be a famous streamer. You don't. It helps because you can learn a lot about camera work and lighting and you can use what you've learned to create your own like streaming service based on what you love. Like we kind of are cartoon creators. We all everyone here loves science and we love Pokemon. We kind of threw it together and bada bing, bada boom. But you don't need it. You really are relying on charisma, platform, your audience, your editing skill. You're relying on your way to hook people into wanting to do your stuff and listening to what you have to do. Uh, you have to find ways to get people to notice you. You got to cut through other people's stuff and try to get the algorithm right. I mean, there's so many people who stream on a daily basis and barely crack five people. And then you have the people who literally put on their shoes and people will donate like $20,000 to them in a day. It is not a safe market. And if there are any kids listening and you want to be a streamer, you better have that backup career ready to go. Otherwise, it ain't going to be much fun. Now, in Pokemon... Oh, I would love to see the streamers in Pokemon. I would love it. Can you imagine the influencers that are running around the Pokemon world? Can you imagine like the people who are saying, no, no, the pyramids weren't built by the ancient Pokemon. They were, they were built by, by Deoxys and all these other alien Pokemon. Clefairies. The Clefairies built it. Yeah, that's it. Like there's so many like, oh my God. Can you imagine like the people who make recipes and stuff like using different Pokemon to teach you like how to cook stuff? Like, think about all the different influencers that could exist in Pokemon, and you could be one of them. But we already know that um, 
there'd be the Rotom phone ones would probably be the most common. Anyone with a Rotom phone would be able to have that thing flying around. Like think of all the TikToks you can make with a flying phone. Like you don't need like the little lens thingy. You just need it to follow you around and take your pictures. It could change all the lenses and stuff and all the filters for you. That'd be a really fun tool to have. And Pokemon being an influencer would probably be just about the same as it is here. A very tricky, volatile market. You get in by doing what you do. And hopefully what you do is enough to attract people enough to get sponsors and advertisement. Uh, I would also love to see a Loudred being used for audio work. And I think your Pokemon should also reflect your content. Like if you're going to do a history like one where you're talking about the history of a region, probably should have a Pokemon from that region. So that way people can realize that, oh, no, he probably knows his stuff. Kind of like the same way people who do history podcasts will try and have like a history style background just to try and show people that they know what they're talking about. All right. Running low on time. So last job. This one, I, I, I saw the anime, like the recent like Ash fight. For, it, it's Ash versus Leon. It's great. I love the fact that they considered this. Um, referee. Being a Pokemon referee would slap. They even have a school for it in the anime. Uh, being for a referee for a regular sport, pretty cool, honestly. It, it doesn't need that much, though, to become like your standard levels referee. You just need a high school diploma. You need to pass a certification course, get certified in your state, and you kind of just work your way up through different classes. And as you get more certified, you can work for different professional leagues in order to judge different matches. What they'll try to do in a lot of the World Cup stuff is they'll try and make sure that they can get referees from different nations in order to make sure that it's fair. Uh, I will point out, though, that if you are getting into the soccer ones, it's pretty cool because you start off in like a class three assistant. Then you move up to class three, then class two. You move all the way up until eventually you can be considered to be a World Cup referee. It's a three year process to become a World Cup soccer referee. It, it's, a, it's crazy. In Pokemon... Uh, they probably need a ton of referees. Like, think of all the people who are battling at every gym. Think of all the people who are battling in the street or festivals or any number of different areas. Uh, you're most likely going to have to just go to the school we mentioned at the beginning, work your way up to the big games. Uh, you probably would start at, like, the local levels or, like, local tournaments as, like, an apprentice, like, watching and making sure, even though you went to school, that you know what you're doing. Uh, you get a good name for being fair and solid, and you send in an application to make sure that they know that you're there and to make sure that, hey, you're interested in, you know, working for the big leagues instead of just the normal gyms. The reason I wanted to bring up referee at the end, and I honestly almost didn't write it in because of timing, you guys, Dan the referee is an absolute legend because Dan the referee uses an Aegis Slash, the Pokemon I am scared of the most, to help him out. He rides on the back of this thing, floating around the arena. It's such a smart idea. Not only does this let him fly around, but it also makes sure that he can get full view of everything going on, so no sneaky business, and he can protect himself with its king shield. Like if something, if there's a huge blast, like someone sets off explosions, he can use king shield and avoid it. If there's any kind of backlash, he can absorb it. If anyone gets mad at the ref and tries to kill him, king shield, it works out great. If you're a ref in Pokemon, you kind of need a Pokemon that can keep you safe. Moves fast in multiple dimensions, can protect you from harm. When I say multiple dimensions, I mean up, down, left, and right. Uh, so you're going to need some pretty, pretty versatile Pokemon. My, me? I'd go Golurk. It's big, it's menacing, it flies around, it can protect me. It's, it's bulking monstrosity with jet arms and legs. I don't know why it isn't more popular than it is. But there's so much that can be done. 
I love world building like this. Pokemon is a master of different world building techniques because they, they've been around for so long. And I love thinking about how a world that lasts this long would function. But I'll do more of that thinking on my own time. For now, I want to thank you guys so much for listening. Have a wonderful rest of your day or night. We'll catch you guys in the next episode. We're so close to Scarlet and Violet, y'all. I can't wait to talk about it with you. Peace! Peace!